The Atlanta Braves 2022 season comes to an ugly end as they lose to the Philadelphia Phillies in game four of the NLDS by a score of eight to three. And they will not repeat as World Series champions this year. Just an ugly series all around. The starting pitching was bad. The offense was terrible. Just nothing went right for the Atlanta Braves in this season. But we're going to break it all down. I'll talk about everything from the NLDS, who didn't show up, who did, and what the future looks like for the Atlanta Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Lockdown Braves, part of Lockdown Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shorts.ball and check out my bio there to see where I am covering the great game of baseball, including the Atlanta Braves in written form over at tomahawktake.com. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. I know the season's over. We're going to have plenty of off-season coverage, so make sure you're subscribed to the Lockdown Braves podcast. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. If you're watching this video, hit the thumbs up button and that notification bell to help support the show a ton. When you do that, thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen each and every day. Post episodes daily, five days a week, Monday through Friday, and we're free and available on all platforms. And I do want to remind you, me and Grandma Coley will have our last postcast of the year later tonight as well. So make sure you check that out on the Lockdown Braves podcast feed and on the Lockdown Sports Atlanta YouTube page. And before we get into it, those listening here live with me and who are going to watch it, the replay afterwards, I want to thank you so much for the support you've given me all year long on this podcast. It's my first full season with the Braves doing this podcast. It's been a wonderful journey with all of you, a disappointing end for sure, as we'll talk about. But you know, for me, as I've said before, the, the great thing about a baseball season is the journey. It's the ups and downs. It's the big moments. It's the Travis Demerits who come up and have a special, you know, cup of coffee a couple of weeks. That's what makes it so fun. And interacting with the fans is obviously the best part about it. So for me to be able to have this platform and do this podcast, be able to share it with you, it's been a lot of fun. The interactions we've had on Twitter, on the YouTube comments, all of it. It's been fantastic, so I just want to say thank you off the top for all that you've done this season season supporting me on the podcast, being here each and every day uh, to listen to me talk about what I love and what you love, and that's Braves baseball. But unfortunately, it does come to a disappointing end as the Braves bow out to the Philadelphia Phillies in four games in the NLDS, and quite honestly, it was just an ugly series all around. I mean, you had... The, the game to win uh, where, you know, you got to Zach Wheeler. But honestly, in that game, it was one inning where the Braves were able to squeak a couple balls through to score some runs. It really wasn't, you know, necessarily a great game. They did play great defense. They pitched well, got some timely hitting for sure. But it's not, you know, a typical dominating type fashion win like we're used to seeing from this Braves team. But certainly games one, three, and four, were just completely ugly. Game one score looked a lot better than it was with that late homer by Matt Olson. So 
we'll get it. I'm going to get into the bottom line in just a minute of why, you know, the Braves lost this series, but let's go back over game four, just really quickly. Don't want to spend too much time on it as it was pretty much a stinker. Um, but Charlie Morton got the start. Look, I told you, I felt comfortable with Charlie Morton going into the start. He'd been good in elimination games. He's a veteran. Escaped the first inning, had first and third, nobody out. Looked like it was you know, going to be a really bad outing off the top for Charlie Morton, but he was able to escape there, and he thought maybe things would settle down for him and he could get in a rhythm, but unfortunately wasn't the case. Start of the second inning, he takes a line drive off his elbow, not hit all that hard. If it gets by him, Arcia probably makes the play there and gets the out, but it goes off his arm. He continues to pitch that inning. I saw the velocity drop just a tick, but nothing really concerning there. But he goes on, gives up the three-run homer to Brandon Marsh, comes back out to start the third inning. Snicker said he didn't like what he saw. It seemed like Charlie Morton was not too happy about it and didn't want to leave the game. But Snicker makes the decision, go to the bullpen. Obviously, an elimination game, you can't take any chances. So understand the urgency there for Brian Snicker. If you feel like your starter or any pitcher on the mound you know, is not – full strength, then get him out of there and go to that bullpen that's been very good. But unfortunately, uh, they allowed a couple of runs or several runs uh, in this game as well. But really was the early momentum. You felt like coming into this game with the way that Phillies crowd was, and rightfully so. I mean, they're pumped up, haven't had postseason baseball at home in a long time. You felt like if the Braves were going to win this game, they had to punch first and grab that early momentum. And they just weren't able to do that. They really did nothing against Noah Syndergaard in the first two innings. Charlie Morton escaped that first inning jam, and that actually you know, sent momentum into the side of the Braves momentarily. But then is that, that bottom of the second inning. And again, I mentioned it, the comebacker off the arm gets a base runner, and then there's runners on the corners again, this time with one out. And then the Brandon Marsh three-run homer. And look, generally, with the way this Braves offense is, I would say, you know, a three-run homer in the second inning, no big deal. Braves can come back from that. In fact, they ended up scoring three runs in this game. But it just felt like that was the ball game. I mean, at that moment. I mean, that's obviously reading a lot of comments on, on Twitter uh, from Braves fans who at that moment felt that was over. I mean, I certainly hadn't given up, but it was just that feeling. Again, that momentum. Like I said, I felt like the Braves were going to win this game, win either of these games in Philly. You had to punch first and you kind of take that crowd out of it. They weren't able to do that. And for the second game in a row, you had a situation, and whatever Braves fans feel about John Smoltz, he was absolutely right. Yesterday, you had Bryson Stott, who wasn't who wasn't going to put uh, Spencer Strider's fastball in play. He was just fouling those pitches off, throwing the bad edit, and then you helped him out by throwing a slider and left it up to get hit. Same situation here in the at-bat to Brandon Marsh. He's not touching those high sinkers, but he fouled a couple off, and then you tried to sneak a curveball by him, didn't get it down enough, and Brandon Marsh was able to get under it and hit it out for a three-run homer. And, you know, honestly, while, again, I didn't believe the game was over at that point, it just had that feeling of Philly's got all the momentum. They got the bottom of their lineup doing damage, whereas the bottom of the Braves order, which was the strength all year long, just wasn't getting it done all this all this series so you know that was pretty much it obviously you know the Braves hit three solo home runs that's another thing in this game as well is that you know the Braves offense 
really putting no pressure on the Phillies pitching. Again, John Smoltz heard him talk about it. You know, there were no base runners for the Braves in this game. They had four hits. Three of those left the yard. There's nobody on base for those home runs. I mean, it's just the offense was bad. There, there's no no doubt about it. The offense in this series was really bad. Outside of you know the first three games for Acuna, who was not good in game four and made some other mistakes in the outfield as well. You know, Matt Olson was good all series, great at bats all throughout. Travis Darno had some good hits. He didn't necessarily have some timely hits. He came up in some big spots and didn't come through, but still, you know, he swung the bat well in this series. But outside of those three guys, Swanson was bad. Riley was atrocious. The bottom of the lineup outside of Arcia did absolutely nothing. So hard to win games when your offense, you know, can't get going and has no momentum. But Bottom line, Braves starting pitchers didn't get it done. And, you know, I thought coming into the series, Braves had the edge because of their depth of starting pitching, and they just couldn't couldn't get it done. Freed and Strider gave up a combined 11 runs. I would have never predicted that in a million years, that your two best starters give up 11 runs. Freed, Strider, and Morton pitched a combined seven and two-thirds innings. I mean, Kyle Wright himself went six. So, I mean, when, you're, when your best starters aren't giving you length and they're giving up runs, and, you know, those three guys gave up 14 runs in the series and just seven and two-thirds innings, and you're playing from behind the entire time for a team in Philadelphia who is hot and they have a ton of momentum, you're just not going to be able to win series that way. And, look, there's some extenuating circumstances for Freed and Strider for sure as to why I think they weren't as effective and valid excuses. But excuses are what they are. Those guys went out there, as Freed himself said, I took the ball, I didn't execute, I didn't get the job done. But you're not going to win many series when that's the case. But bottom line, Phillies outplayed the Braves. Say whatever you want. And look, I said coming into this, I feel like the Braves are the better team. I still feel top to bottom, the Braves are the better team. They just didn't come out and play like it. The Phillies did. And I said coming in, I didn't feel like the separation was that great. I feel like both of those these teams are very equal in terms of how they get it done. But the Phillies just simply outplayed the Braves. I mean, they had a couple of defensive miscues, as you expect, but they put the ball in play. They had the clutch hitting. They had the two-out hitting. They did all the, the right things in the series that you have to do to win ball games. They played with confidence. The Braves looked dead. They looked just completely tired lifeless pretty much the entire series. And that is not what we've come to expect from this Braves team. So look, you can make some excuses for the starting pitching for sure. I see people talking about the day games. Forget that. The problem with the day games is just that fans don't get to enjoy it during the week. That has nothing to do with the outcome. Both teams have to play during the day. And oh, by the way, Philly's record was just as bad as in day games during the regular season. Fact is, Philly's outplayed the Braves. That's the bottom line. I still think the Braves were the better team, but in this series, the Phillies outplayed the Braves and in quite embarrassing fashion for the Atlanta Braves. Again, just no fight, and that's not typical of an Atlanta Braves team. They got punched, and they just never punched back in games one, three, and four in this series. You can say maybe they did in game one a little bit, but it was a little too late. But for the most part, there just was no fight in this Braves team. Again, it just... When Marsh hit that three-run homer, you could almost see it. I saw it on Snickers' face in the dugout. You could see it on the players' face. They felt like it was over. There was just no fight from this team whatsoever, and that's highly disappointing 
because this is a really good Braves team who had a great regular season, and perhaps they got worn out from the grind of 162 and coming back on the Mets. But whatever the excuses are, they just didn't get it done, and that's unfortunate because this is a great group of players. I thought it was a great you know, group of, of team and character, but they just they didn't show up in this series for whatever reason. And the Phillies took it from them and the Phillies did the Phillies did everything right and just completely outplayed the Braves. So tip your hat to them. You know, the Braves will be back. This core is really good and they'll be back together for sure. But for this series, this year just wasn't meant to be in the postseason. All right, next, I want to come back and talk about, uh, give my quick thoughts on the season and get some of your comments as well. See them coming through in the chat section if you're watching this live. So we'll get to those next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting. This info info this season. Uh, find, find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. Got a lot of college football here the rest of the day. Still got some good baseball to play if you can get over this one. Uh, so a lot of sports action going on on this Saturday. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. There won't be a game starting for the Braves tomorrow. Unfortunately, there will be no Game 5 with a chance for Max Freed, hopefully fully healthy to redeem himself. Uh, Phillies don't have to worry about using Zach Wheeler on short rest because season's over for the Atlanta Braves. And that's very unfortunate because this was an amazing regular season for the Atlanta Braves trying to defend a World Series title, which is very, very hard to do, as we saw. But they fall behind early, 10 and a half games back. They fight as hard as they can. They didn't show any fight in the postseason, but they certainly did in the regular season. They come back, win 100 win games, win the division. And again, I'm, I'm not trying to make excuses for the Braves, but it just seemed like as hard as they played in that Met series to sweep that, they play like that they did in that Met series against this Phillies team. It's a sweep. I just, I firmly believe that the at bats were so good in that series. Nothing like what we saw in this Phillies series. The pitching, you know, on point, the bullpen was great. They just, it just seemed like after that Met series and even that Marlins series, they had a fight to get that one win to clinch the thing. It just seemed like they turned to switch off that they had battled so hard to get to that point that once they got there, it just seemed like mentally and physically they were drained. And again, that's an excuse for sure, but you got to be able to turn that thing around. Then you got the five-day layoff as well, which isn't looking great for the Dodgers right now either. But still, this is the postseason, and I said this on the crossover episode um, that I did. You can't get up for the postseason. That's on you. I mean, as as much as much excuse you want to make for the fight they had to do in the regular season and the five-day layoff, it's the postseason. You want to come out here and prove again that you're the best, get up for these games. And I just felt like that wasn't there for the Braves. I felt like there was just a lack of enthusiasm, um, you know, a lack to to really punch back against this Phillies team. It just felt like once they took a shot, they were down and they were out and just couldn't recover from it. So it's unfortunate. But again, I don't want that to overshadow how great of a regular season and what an amazing regular season it was for the Braves to win 101 games, to do what they did that sweep of the Mets to win the division, how fun and exciting that was. 
obviously a disappointing end, but certainly was an amazing regular season. And the future is bright. You got a young core here. The Braves will be back. They're going to have other opportunities. Uh, unfortunately, just couldn't get it done. And as as Braves fans know, the postseason is a crapshoot. Look, nobody expected the Braves to go on a run and win the World Series last year. Nobody expected the Phillies to get out of the wild card series this year. But anybody gets hot at the right time, and you know what can happen in the postseason. Braves fans know firsthand what can happen in the postseason when you get hot. Phillies are the hot team right now. Braves were not hot coming in. Again, after that sweep of the Mets, it just seemed like they turned things off in Miami and never really were able to turn it back on. So, again, you know, postseason baseball is what it is. It can sometimes be a little bit of a crapshoot and exactly what we saw here. Again, over 162, Braves proved they're the better team than the Phillies, but in a five-game series, Phillies just absolutely dominated the Braves in this series, and their season comes to an end. All right, I want to jump in some of these comments if you're watching um, live. Uh, pretty sad to get owned by Philly. Just didn't show up for this series. Well, Lone Wolf's a good supporter of the podcast. A lot of comments on YouTube as well, so I appreciate that, Lone Wolf. But yeah, uh, what a choke. 101 wins and only one in the postseason. Certainly was. I mean, a great regular season, but just couldn't get it done in the postseason. Really came down to that game one. You know, that was the game that I felt like you had to win. Still felt like they had a shot because of their starting pitching. Unfortunately, starting pitching just couldn't get it done. Um, looked like the moment was too big for Michael Harris and Acuna. Not that their plays would have made a difference. Yeah, I didn't touch on it too much, but I thought Michael Harris could have caught that ball. And then obviously Acuna not there backing him up, you know, is not a good look. And then both of them just letting a ball drop in between them. I did. It did seem like for really the first time all year, the moment was too big for Michael Harris. And he had some bad batted ball luck in this series, especially in the first couple of games. He hit some balls hard, but uh, you saw some of the worst at-bats I've seen all year from Michael Harris in this series. And then, again, you know, maybe a couple of plays in the outfield that I feel like he could have made. They're tough plays for sure. But uh, I don't it did seem like for the first time all year that that confidence for Michael Harris just wasn't there. I mean, he was – I know he had an RBI hit in game three, but for the most part was a non-factor here. Um, Rick Prada says they ran out of gas. Certainly, Certainly seemed that way. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree, Matt Sharp, that the Braves don't show up for the postseason. Maybe you missed last postseason. Uh, it was just a bad one this year for sure. Uh, you were great this year. Thanks. Appreciate that, Lone Wolf. It was a fun season for sure. Um, Braves are trash. You, you're, that comment is trash. Um, Braves ran out of gas, used it all up trying to win the division. I definitely think, again, it's an excuse, but I definitely think it's, it's a valid one. Uh, I think they did kind of run out of gas there with what they had to do to come back and win the division. I mean, look at what happened to the Mets who got bounced in the wild card round as well. Um, Riley, Riley had to be the most overachieving regular season performance. Um, he, yeah, he was very disappointing in the postseason. There's no doubt about it. He really was cold the last couple of months. Um, Braves were millionaires for buying Lambos in the off season. I don't really know what that means. Acuna is overrated. He's pretty lazy. I'm going to ignore that comment. Acuna is one of the best players in baseball. He's going to come back absolutely mash next season, and I'm here and ready for it. Um, Braves re-signed Morton for $20 million. I think that comment uh, is relevant to bring up here because 
Like I said, I trusted Charlie Morton. He's become more of a third or fourth starter, at least for what he showed this year. And the Braves decided to give him $20 million. I did not agree with that. I was fine with bringing Charlie Morton back for $12, you know, $15 million. But $20 million for a guy who's going to be a third or fourth starter, I, I did not necessarily agree with that decision. Do you think players getting big contracts affected their performance and others? I don't, I don't think so. Um, you know, bottom line, they just they didn't come ready to play. They got punched in the mouth and weren't able to, to punch back. I mean, I don't think the contracts had anything to do with it. Um, where was Acuna when he should have been backing up Harris? Uh, yeah, that's a bad bad look. It doesn't change the outcome. I don't think. I think Real Muto still probably scores there, but certainly a bad look. Certainly didn't didn't cost the Braves the game. But you got to at least be moving that way. You can't just be sta- uh, changing or standing still. Yeah, I don't I don't agree that a game-changing play was Acuna not backing up Michael Harris. That really had no effect on the outcome of the game, but it, it is a bad look for Acuna. Um, no, they're not scared of the Dodgers. Giving $20 million to Morton, he's done. I definitely I don't agree with giving him that much. I, I'm fine with him coming back. Um, Phillies play with heart. Braves play to get paid. That's I don't agree with that at all. I do agree the Phillies play with more heart in the series. Obviously, we got a lot of comments fans upset with the way things ended. Um, how how could they do this to us? Back to back, back to the Braves of the 90s. Um, how can the Braves be the better team? Phillies were better, period. If the Padres were better, like the Padres are better than the Mets. I look the I, the Phillies were the better team in this series. Um, that is for sure. No doubt about that. Um, Riley, the most disappointing player. I think he's the most disappointing player in this series for sure. Riley just did not show up at all. Uh, but again, neither did the, the, the starting pitching. No enthusiasm in this team. Certainly was lacking in this series. Um, I don't understand how Snit went down without using Wild Bill after the year he had. He did put him in, started him in two games, but I don't understand not starting him in all four. For sure, he should have been in there over Ozuna the entire time. Sad ending to a great season, for sure, Brandon. Um, you know, a lot of questions we answered in the offseason. Yeah, I mean, look, we'll be here all year long on Lockdown Braves. It should be an interesting offseason for sure with all the players the Braves have locked up long term. Not a ton really to do, um, but there definitely needs to be some changes, some adjustments made, and we'll be talking about that all offseason. Uh, last hope I had for big game, Charlie went out <laughs> and now we're stuck with him. Yeah, he definitely didn't have it. Who knows how much that comebacker may have affected him. I think it was a bad pitch, pitch selection there uh, to Brandon Marsh. Um, Swanson and Riley really stunk. They did. Uh, you know, if that's that's Swanson's last at bat as a Brave and last series game as a Brave certainly wasn't a good one. We'll certainly be talking about that next week as far as Dansby's future with the Braves. Could things have been different if the Braves were in the wild card? I think that's an interesting, interesting take there because I do think the Cardinals were the worst team in the National League coming in. And, you know, perhaps, you know, the Braves would have been the top wild card, I guess, if they hadn't won the division. So they would have played the Padres anyway. And the way the Padres playing right now, I don't know. It would have made too much of a difference. But um, you know, I think that's something to look at is is the winning the division being one of those top two seeds is it that big of an advantage that we've seen it 
you know, the Dodgers could clearly come back and win that series with the Padres. You wouldn't be surprised, but they haven't looked great in their first three game. The Astros, while they're up 2-0, they've had to come back and didn't. They looked a little sluggish out the gate as well. Yankees are 1-1 with the Guardians. So I think that'll be something to look at with this new postseason format going forward is are you giving those top two division winners enough of an advantage in this series um, in that in that NLDS? Three teams with 100 wins in the National League will be watching the playoff from home. Uh, look, the Dodgers could come back for sure, but that will be interesting to see. You got 300-win teams that don't make it out of the d- division round. Um, should the regular season be shortened with the expanded playoff? Uh, maybe. I mean, I, I've said before, you know, you want to go to 154 games. You could. You do that. The Braves don't win the division this year. And maybe they go in the wild card and uh, things play out differently and they get hot like the Phillies. Um, I, but I do think perhaps they look at shortening the season uh, with the added because, look, players, you know, obviously pitchers in particular, particular are going to wear out. I think that's something the Braves have to look at next year. Obviously, you know, you can't help when injuries come, but you want everybody healthy, ready to go for the postseason. I don't feel that was the case for the Braves in particular with Freed and Strider. I mean, the Freed was it was an illness. There's nothing you can really do about that. You know, but Strider, you know, clearly wasn't 100%, but, you know, you can't help when injuries pop up. Um, Braves have to focus getting a two, three hitters plus getting an ace pitcher. They got two aces in Freed and Strider. Um, they got a number three hitter in Matt Olson, who was the real highlight of this series. And Riley, who, you know, will bounce back, but certainly was a tough one for him. And they have one of the best players in all of baseball and Ron Acuna Jr., who I think will have a great 2023. Uh, he gets a full offseason to recover from that ACL injury. Um, Dusty Baker getting a ring this year. My cheers turn towards Dusty Baker getting a ring this year. Yeah, I mean, I like the Padres story. I think that's fun out of the National League. Um, but yeah, I think I feel like it's the Astros to lose, especially if the Dodgers don't advance. Um, you know, not to jinx anybody, but I feel like you're handing the Astros the trophy at that point. Um, those those regular season wins away doesn't mean jack if you can't beat the phillies um first we have to sign a deal with swanson resign or to have a deal with swanson to resign him or not that's going to be the biggest decision just like freddie freeman last year what's going to happen with swanson um baseball is weird we all thought this 101 team 101 win team was better than the team that won it last year i do think look i stand by what i said this team on paper is better than the team that won it all last year they just didn't get hot at the right time. In fact, they got dead cold at the at the exactly wrong time. Um, Braves shouldn't be handling contact contracts there in midseason. Uh, how do you lose to the Phillies team? Because they were hotter. They played better. Plain and simple. A um, lot of nasty comments that I'm going to skip over for now. Uh, let's see if we got a couple more questions to get to. If the Braves hurry, they can catch the plane to Cancun with the Mets. You got a Mets fan in here. You got some Phillies fans in here. Um, unfortunate, but still a great year. This from uh, Crip Butler. Remember how it started? Didn't think we would have even made the playoffs. And I think right now, that's what you have to look at as a Braves fan. And this will be my final comment on the post on the podcast. But look, you're coming off a World Series championship. And ha- nobody's repeated in over 20 years. It's really hard to do. You had the start that the Braves had. And then to come back like they did 
And to win that division, the comeback they had, 101 wins, not easy to do. It was a great regular season for the Atlanta Braves. Whatever effect that may have had in the postseason, who knows? Bottom line is the Phillies showed up and the Braves didn't, and the Phillies are walking away and going into the NLCS where they could face the Padres in a chance to advance to the World Series. Look, again, the Braves fans should know more than anybody else that it's all about who's playing the best baseball at the right time. And the Braves are playing like they did even in that Met series. But if you want to go back to how they played in June, July, August, and really for most of September, the way they did the last four months, then this team can win a World Series. I fully believe that. They just didn't have it in this series. The Phillies did, and they are the ones that get to advance. But again, want to thank you all for listening all season long. We have plenty of more coverage coming through the postseason. We'll have a final postcast tonight with me and Grant McCauley. But that will do it for this episode of Locked On Braves. Make sure that you are subscribed to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe, and we'll talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. D.C. Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 